Welcome back to episode 7 of Holy Trinity Deep Dive. I'm Abby. In this episode, I will be analyzing chapters of S-Class that I raised. Last time I analyzed S-Class that I raised, we left off with Han Yujin pretending to be Yoon Myung-yul's friend and them creating a sort of bond. These chapters are called the Horned Flame Lion, and we pick back up with Han Yujin reminiscing on his past and how after people learned he was the guild leader's older brother, they didn't hate him as much. And he started thinking about when the awakening centers had opened and several people had come looking for him because his younger brother was a S-rank awakened and how they gave him his support. But then when he had gone to the awakening centers and he was a F-rank, immediately journalists had started criticizing him. He was attacked and the people who had supported him broke the contracts and he amassed a lot of debt. He particularly mentioned Kim Sun-jun and Pak Hae-jin because of the way they took his interviews and distorted his words. This definitely gave me a different insight on the past because at first when you learn about his sad past and the way his brother abandoned him and how he seemed to be jealous... And even once you learn that his brother didn't really want to abandon him, when you learn that in the beginning Han Yujin had been supported and everyone was super interested in him, and then immediately after he was an F rank, he lost everything, it makes you understand his anger more. This part isn't very relevant to the plot. There's also a part where he mentions that E rank or higher weren't allowed to play so only so-so athletes remained and like sports and games weren't as fun to play because once athletes awakened as E-rank or higher, they just retired one by one. When he arrives home and he's just walking around in the hallway, he notices a garden surrounded by glass walls, which was probably a greenhouse. It was densely packed with trees and flowers. And then out of nowhere, a cat with red fur and a tail like a fox's and a single horn on its head comes out and like stands threateningly at him. And since Han Yujin has the skill seed leaf, he's able to see the level of this animal. And it turns out to be a second rank unicorn subspecies. Horned Flame Lion, Corporeal. Its current stat rank is C, Growth Possibility Stat Rank A to S, Optimized Initial Skills, Flame Breath S, Achieve After Growth, Blaze Run A, Achieve After Growth, Giant Fire A, Achieve After Growth, Flame Resistance A, Acquired, no growth without an adult's help. So, this cat is a horned flame lion, which now the title of these chapters makes sense. 
They are a second rank unicorn subspecies. And as second rank, it's a high rank. And even though it isn't as good as a dragon type, it is a high ranking magical beast type. And it's a beast whose skills are so strong in destructive power. So if you didn't prepare specifically for it, even if you were an S rank, it would be hard to deal with alone. Considering how unlucky he was in his past life, how did he just happen to come across this? I also wonder if this is something Yu Hyun's gotten from the dungeons but hasn't been able to tame. He tries using the keyword on it, but it doesn't work. Instead, he uses the my brat is the best skill. And the message pop-up shows that it is possible to apply once per month for three days so that in five months it could become an adult. But Han Yujin was thinking back and Yu Hyun didn't have a familiar. So he was wondering what happened to this creature. And then when Yu Hyun gets back, he goes up to Han Yujin and demands the black poison fog circle. And Han Yujin is so confused at this, wondering how he knows. And my guess is he's going to use the money as kind of a, it's a strings attached, it's not just free. His older brother can buy whatever he wants, but he's going to know exactly what he's buying, where he is, what he's doing. He's definitely obsessed. I'm surprised that Yu Hyun was able to leave Han Yujin alone in their past life. But then Yu Hyun says something that really surprises Han Yujin. Says, if you ever get held hostage, don't even think about doing something like taking poison. Whatever happens, I'll save you, so don't think about it. So Yu Hyun completely got the situation wrong. Because Han Yujin wanted to clear an F-ranked dungeon, which Yu Hyun probably wouldn't approve of either way, considering the fact Han Yujin isn't allowed to leave the house alone. There's definitely be some conflict in the future. And then they address the horned flame lion, and Yu Hyun says he got it out of a S-ranked dungeon two months ago. And brought it out as a baby so it could be used as a familiar, but it hasn't grown at all. And since Yu Hyun can't see the conditions for it needing to grow, he says that they have to kill it because you don't want other guilds getting a hold of it. And it's super expensive to feed because one meal is a C-rank magic stone, which is 10 million won which is equivalent to 7,451 dollars in USD. Dang, talk about an expensive pet. And not only does it need those expensive magic stones, it's super high class and eats one of them grounded up and mixed with meat. So keeping it for one month would be 300 million won, or 223,528 dollars and keeping it for one year would be 3.66 billion won 
and 2727050 US dollars. And that's if you only ate one meal. If you eat three meals a day, then the amount in one year is over 10 billion, which is $7,450,958. And Han Yujin's here trying to think of a way to keep the horn flamed lion and saying, hey, could you lend me the feed price? And Yu Hyun just laughs and goes, oh, don't worry. It's not really an amount of money that will burden me. When Yu Hanjin first comes into contact with the horned lion, he gets a message saying, Title Perfect Caregiver has increased the effect of item owner's token, which as a result makes the horn-flamed lion really like him. And it kind of acts like a dog and it starts wagging its tail and like crying after him and it's, he's acting like a cute little puppy. But in the greenhouse enclosure, there is a fifth rank magic tree type, guillotine, that in the future, it's illegal to take flora and fauna out of dungeons, but that's also changed. And Yu Hanjin also asks about bringing the baby horned lion outside. And that is illegal in the past, but he thinks of all the times. Five years into the future, people would make appearances on broadcasts with cool-looking magic beasts that you could barely call a pet. So it seems quite a bit changed in the five years that came in the past. And then out of nowhere, Yu Hyunjin shocks all of us and says, But Hyung, you shouldn't easily accept and drink things like orange juice. And wow, he's so obsessive. Yu Hyunjin asks, Did you plant a spy in the hunter shopping mall or something? And just immediately his brother responds, Yes, so nonchalantly. And during this conversation, when Yu Hyun is saying, you just have to look out for the basic things. Don't take things from people you don't know. Don't go to places that are dark. And don't help people, even if an elderly person asks for help. Don't follow them. And Han Jin responds, Ah, oh, yes, I'll come back home before 9 o'clock and send you the number when I ride taxis. And if it seems as if I'll be late, I will diligently call you. Should I get a lost child prevention necklace too? And he says back, I'd rather a tracker. And it's at that moment that Han Yujin decides to name the horn-flamed lion Peace. And that's the end of the... Horned Flame Lion chapters. And then the second S rank chapters begin. In the next chapter, it starts with Han Yujin searching around Myeongdong Station because the only information about Ice Witch Page Room's current residence is that it's a steakhouse near Myeongdong Station. After Han Yujin tells Song On, his pretty much bodyguard, that he senses a strong strength from Pagerum and wants to approach her. He once again backtracks to the, I feel like I'm a cultist or some child kidnapper again. And then I think Pagerum hurts his ego a bit because when he says hello, she immediately says, 
I'm not interested in sex. And he immediately responds, I'm not either. And then when he asks, are you Pagayrim? She goes stalker and he's just still on that. As if statutory rape wasn't enough. Now you're even saying I'm a stalker. And then when he tries to pretend to know her through her parents saying he's indebted to her parents, she calls him an ajashi, which means a middle-aged man. So she immediately just calls him old. And when he says, I'm still in my mid-20s, she goes, then you are an ajashi. But after they get that out of the way and actually start talking about what Han Yujin came there for, he mentions that he can help her awaken and give her a place to live because she doesn't want to live with her uncle anymore. And then we learn about the past of the cold ice witch and how her uncle treats her horribly. And besides, when she's at school, he doesn't give her a single cent for allowance and makes her slave away. And he took all of her parents' possessions and took her just so he could get the possessions. And then that restaurant that she lives at was made after selling their apartment. But in front of others, he acts like a great person taking care of a kid who doesn't have anywhere to go. And then Han Yujin then offers to feed her, saying it's fine anyway because it's the Heian Guild Company credit card. So while they're eating, Han Yujin talks about the contract and the three conditions are don't talk about my skills to other, taking on being his guard for a year from now on, and contracting with Heian Guild. Pagayrim brings up the fact of shouldn't you be embarrassed having a 15-year-old protect you? Han Jujin just replies, even a 10-year-old is stronger than me if their stat rate is higher. So how could I be embarrassed? And then after signing the contract, Han Yujin brings up about how he can take the place of her uncle and take care of her instead of him because she's still an orphaned middle schooler. And he uses the keyword to say that I would act in place of your parents, but of course I'm very lacking. But as much as your parents loved you, or rather not to that extent, um, how should I say it? Gabriel, I love you. And because of that, she became influenced by the keyword. And then that's the end of the second S-ranked chapters and the beginning of Like a Shrimp chapters. After Han Yujin awakens her, since she has all those S-rank skills, she immediately accidentally breaks the table. And Han Yujin remembers when Yu Hyun had told him that C-ranks and higher couldn't immediately adjust to their sudden changed physical abilities. And then when they get back to the guild, after crushing a headrest and splitting the sidewalk on accident, they go and meet Yu Hyun, and he begins showing her the Myung Guild. And any time Han Yujin tries to go or leave, Bagayrim immediately says, Azashi, where are you going? Like, you're not allowed to leave. Saying how you said you take responsibility. And Yu Hyung immediately turns to Han Yujin, asking what she's talking about. And Han Yujin reveals that he said he would be her guardian. 
And I can tell immediately Han Yujin doesn't understand why Yuhyun's so upset about this. But I can tell immediately that he's jealous. And when he tries to go on about how the guardian for the awakened minor should be stronger than the minor, Pagerim immediately cuts through Yuhyun's words and her expression becomes icy, which is unbecoming of her age. And she immediately rejects everything Yu Hyun's saying and is saying, if you don't give me Azashi as my guardian, I won't enter the Heian Guild. Dang, that picked up real fast. And I get that he has that caregiver skill, but it seems like they're unreasonably attached really early. And then their argument continues with Yu Hyung trying to convince Han Yujin that he shouldn't be the guardian and Pagerim is like, no, I'm a good kid and just listening to anything Han Yujin says to get him to pretty much adopt her. And then when Yuhyun says, but be careful between awakened people more than anything, rank is first. And then Pagerim immediately jumps on that saying, if rank is first above all, then guild leader, you must be like that too. That's right. I heard you only just reconciled with Azashi a few days ago. You must have fallen out because of that rank. And dang, she just literally said the reason relationship is so horrible is because you treated him bad because of his rank. Uh, and Yuhyun responds back. It was just that we were shortly apart in order to protect Young in the end. It's different from someone who tries to keep them at their side purely to show off their greed. They are both so jealous. They, they're so attached to Han Yujin now. And when he says, why are you so aggressive over nothing important? They both immediately respond, it's not nothing important. And Han Yujin says something, alluding to the title. He says, I feel like a shrimp between a whale fight. And then after Han Yujin and you... Yun leave Pagerim to get adjusted to her new strength. Han Yujin goes to the greenhouse to look for Peace, the red horn cat. And they get along so well, it's adorable. Peace immediately jumps on Han Yujin and starts snuggling with him. Then while he's playing with Peace, he gets a call and it turns out to be the Heian Guild's head of human resources. That's the end of a Like a Shrimp chapters and the Head of Human Resources chapters are beginning. And so Jimnyo offers him a spot on the Human Resources team for recruiting Pagerum. And she has a Shadowless Day skill and it's an S rank skill. It is basically a buff skill. Yeah, it's a wide range buff with a special effect. Designated stat, 30% increase in designated attribute skill effect, 20% increase. She can stop a enemy's shadow and stop or slow down their movements. And according to the quality and amount of, of the swallowed shadow, there is an additional buff. And then after they finish messing around with Pagerim's skills and figuring them out, they meet with Sogjimion the head of human resources to discuss Pa Gerim's future. 
And during this, Han Yujin decides he wants to prioritize growth and have Pagerum rather than rashly attacking A and higher dungeons get better used to combat and using skills in mid to low rank dungeons. Since as a combat magician, the ability to apply skills was especially important, so getting enough practice was important. So he decides to prioritize for one year a growth plan, pretty much. And this reminds me more and more of Kale and Kim Dolce, because even though Han Yujin says he's only helping her to get the benefit of her being his guard, if he only cared about her being strong enough to protect him, he wouldn't care about what she needs to do in the future and make the best decisions for her future. We also learn that all domestic S-Ranks were all guild leaders, except for one who was affiliated with the government, and then the remaining minority were all free agents. So he gets even more confused about his brother Yu Hyun's reaction to him being Pagerim's guardian, thinking that's no way to behave as a guild leader. Not just setting up as a guardian, you should have made sure to stamp the contract even if you had to sell your young. Which he undervalues himself and then everyone around him is kind of obsessed with him. But just a guild having two S-rank hunters, even worldwide, would be the first. So he just doesn't get his brother's hesitance because he doesn't understand how much his brother is obsessed with him. And then while negotiating terms in her contract, Pagerim is insistent on Han Yujin also getting a three-year contract and how that will be one of her conditions, completely disregarding asking Han Yujin for his opinion. This also makes me wonder if the only reason Pagerim cares this much is because of Han Yujin's skill. But I think regardless, she would care for him quite a bit because he got her out of her terrible living conditions. And then when he tries to say, contract, I just want to be a freelancer, she immediately begins to protest, saying you would take responsibility and it's three years, just a contract for three years. And then Sol Jimyeong keeps trying to recruit him, saying he noticed how proficient Han Yujin is at all this, and it seems you are perfect in various ways, even enough to earn Pagerim's trust, and you seem like someone who has been active in the hunter community for several years. This made me wonder if anyone is going to figure out in the future or if there's possibly anyone who kept their memories because with all these awakened, there's no way there isn't someone with the ability to keep their memory. Like, I just don't believe it. There's got to be something more to this because there always seems to be more. You just start this story following the main character and it turns into this whole rabbit hole where the plot or what you thought was the plot isn't actually the plot. And then after they have the contract settled, Sok Jimyong tries to make a contract with Han Yujin, and he's being very insistent even after Han Yujin declines Sok Jimyong. 
But then Suk Jimil explains that to move to the employee dorms that he's staying in now, you have to sign a contract, especially because you will be entering not anywhere else but the residence targeted toward high-ranking hunters. And that even if Han Yujin is the guild leader's family member, you have to be clear about your affiliation. I wonder how this affected Han Yujin in his confidence, because we already know it was bad because of how powerful his younger brother is. But then learning that Xiong Jimyong didn't actually want to make a contact with him because of his skill. But just because Han Yujin's obsessive younger brother won't let him be too far away. And then when Han Yujin is saying, Oh, just give me a regular job or something in the guild, Xiong Jimyong immediately takes back the words he had said earlier when he had been trying to recruit him to the human resources department, where he's like, Oh, education doesn't matter. Just having you on the team would be great. He immediately says that, frankly speaking, Han Yujin's educational background and work experience falls short of the Heian Guild's standard hiring qualification requirements. It's like as soon as the situation changed, so did his words. So I'm starting to not like, I mean, didn't really like him in the beginning, but now I really don't like Xiong Jimyong because he seems very double-faced with false intentions, immediately taking his words back whenever he feels like it. Then Xiong Jimyong brings up how being Pagerim's guardian is not guild business, and how there will be talk and gossip. And Han Yujin is just thinking, so it was that problem. I didn't really care. Even if some gossip came out, I had already been publicly shamed before, so it wouldn't even tickle me. There probably weren't many who had been cyberbullied as much as me, and this makes his past even sadder. And then after all of that, he's like, mm, fine, we can work with this, but only room and board. Even Han Yujin's like, I mean, in this situation, shouldn't you be a little more caring, cutting things off and throwing them away with no basis? This Azashi definitely had a bad personality, unlike his outer appearance. And Han Yujin's thinking, rather than rumors of neptitism coming out, I'd probably get lots of sympathetic gazes. Beside me, even Pagerim was sending me pitying looks. And this makes me dislike Sog Jimyong even more. And Han Yujin brings up the fact of, is there no incentive for Pagerim's successful contract? And Song Jimyong says, since it was a matter that occurred before you joined, of course there is not. And really, just because he joined after, we all know she only came to this guild because of Han Yujin. And then after they get that settled, and Han Yujin gets a bit more money or any money at all. They're talking about what to do about Pagerim's previous guardians. And Pagerim says that she doesn't want to be involved with them for a long time. And anyways, you said my base pay was over 10 billion yearly. So the fact that she would rather just avoid her uncle than getting revenge against him or even getting the inheritance money that is rightfully hers really speaks for how horrible her past was. 
And that's the end of the Head of Human Resources chapters and the beginning of the In Front of Kids chapters. And the first thing we learn is Han Yujin doesn't have a license and his baby car hasn't been born yet. Just like Kale, he doesn't even mean to be funny, but it's just the most random stuff at the most random times. And then when they're going to meet Pagerim's uncle, Han Yujin brings up how even if that uncle of yours becomes unpleasant, you absolutely cannot deal with him. It becomes troublesome if a high-ranking awakened person touches a normal person. Even if you get mad, hold it in. But he's thinking, since I'm an F-rank, which wasn't much different from a normal person, it was okay. And why do I feel like he's gonna throw hands with her uncle in front of her? Because why else would he need to point out the fact that an F-rank can do it, but she can't? And then he does end up doing that after the uncle is continuously rude and threatening and saying what I'm her guardian after getting greedy and wanting her money. He literally just flattens him, causes the uncle to hit his head off the door frame and fall to the ground. It must have been so satisfying to see for her to just finally, the person who's been terrorizing her all her life, to get some payback, some karma. And Han Yujin did the smart thing and recorded this whole thing. So if Pagayram's uncle gets pointlessly greedy, he'll just tweet the recording and give some money to the press to socially ostracize him and then force the inheritance he pocketed out of him. So pretty much ruin his whole life if he tries to interfere with Pagayram's life. And then after all of this, Pagayram was giving him a strange expression and he thought maybe I was excessive because he was still her uncle that she lived with and I hurt his head and threatened to cut his fingers off so it was enough for her to look at me weirdly and Han Yujin was just hoping it wouldn't affect their relationship. But the thing Pagayram asked is, Azashi, are you okay? Like, you're not hurt anywhere? And Han Yujin's thinking... I think you've got the wrong person. The one beating someone up was me, so what are you saying? But that's the end of the In Front of the Kids chapters and the beginning of the Can't Even Drink Cold Water chapters. And then after her uncle tries to get her to side with him because Han Yujin beat him up, Pagayram brings up the past abuse where her plastic umbrella had broken in a typhoon and they refused to replace it, instead forcing her to use a plastic bag instead. I really hope they take legal action and at least sue them for all they're worth, if not ruin their life socially. But Bagaram threatens them, taking the umbrella they have and crumpling it easily like a muffin beneath her hands. And then... She ends it awkwardly and is like, this is harder than I thought, but was it okay? And Han Yujin's kind of like, dang it. She couldn't have been copying me, right? Han Yujin thinks, so this is why you can't even drink cold water in front of your kids. And that's a saying that basically means if you say or do something, your kids are going to copy what you do. Han Yujin brings up the fact of how she said she would be a good kid. And she rebuttals that with Azashi. If you act good here, then it's not being good. It's being a pushover. And Han Yujin 
reluctantly agrees because you can't always do this and threaten people in all situations, but she wasn't wrong. If she wanted to live as a combat hunter, not any other type, rather than being yielding, it would be better to have a strong side. That's the end of the can't even drink cold water chapters. I just finished analyzing chapters 10 to 20. And I can't imagine what Han Yujin's younger brother, Yuhyun, is going to think when he hears about what's going on. I'm excited to see what happens with peace. Like, how strong does the flame-horned lion get? I'm also excited to see how Yu Myungo evolves. And I hope he becomes more confident in the future because I honestly just feel really bad for him right now. I also wonder how Pagerim is going to interact with other S-classes because we already know she doesn't like Yu Hyun and I wonder if that's just because of his obsession with Han Yujin or do all S-classes naturally have a dislike for each other. But that's the end of episode 7. Next episode I'll be talking about all the parts I've analyzed of the three books. See you next episode.